Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little cell in my body is well. Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little cell in my body is well. I'm so glad every little cell in my body is happy and well. I'm so glad every little cell in my body is happy and well. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the NTI Pod Talk. This is the time where I get to talk to interesting people in the field of nutrition and wellness, um, as well as those in our NTI community that includes students and instructors and grads and staff members, etc. Today, though, I am talking to someone who is not directly in the inner sanctum of the NTI um, uh, community. However, definitely in the field of holistic health and wellness, Jamie McEwen from Wish Garden Herbs um, is here with us today. And um, so thank you so much for being here, Jamie. I'm thrilled to be having this conversation with you. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Love to yeah. talk about herbalism and nutrition and uh, all nice. that good stuff. Nice. Cool. Well, let's just jump in. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your background, educational yeah. background, um, as well as your role at Wish Garden and sort of how you came to be at Wish Garden? Absolutely. So um, my journey into wellness started the way a lot of people do with a, a health crisis in the early <laughs> yes. 20s. Right? Yep, yep. I always say, why else would we do this crazy right. stuff? <laughs> right. If it weren't very, for ourselves, right? Exactly. I was very normal. I thought I was going to be a film production person. And then all of a sudden, my body imploded one day. Um, and so I actually started my journey with nutrition and with figuring out this amazing concept, what I eat could be impacting how I feel. Yeah. And so I started down this journey of really kind of healing my body through food, through nutrition. I became a certified health coach. And that I think is the opening of the rabbit hole for most of us, where then we start to find out like, oh, the, you know, the stuff we're getting from the drugstore might not be great for us, the beauty products. And, and so one thing led to another. And mm -hmm. um, I turned into a career in nutrition and wellness and uh, spent a lot of time um, at health food uh, companies uh, running operations and developing their supplement lines and helping uh, coach clients with nutrition uh, protocols. And during that whole time, I really started to get into herbs and herbalism. I love that idea of, of using plants um, as part of our health routine. Um, and it wasn't until about six and a half years ago, I, I'm from the East Coast and I was living there and I moved to Los Angeles and I was working in a health food store here and um, somebody gave me a sample of a Wish Garden product. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I one of my big struggles in life is sleep. I have a really hard time falling asleep. So I had tried every product on the shelf in the, in the natural set. And then one day somebody gave me a sample of the Sleepy Nights Wish Garden tincture. And I took it that night thinking, okay, you know, whatever, it's gonna be like everything else. And the next mm -hmm. morning I was like, what in the world just happened there? <laughs> yeah. And that started me down the Wish Garden rabbit hole. And so I was a huge fan of the company. Um, and then one day kind of got in touch with them. They were looking for someone to do education in Los Angeles. And um, I started with them about five years ago. 
And um, today I am now the head of education and brand activations for Wish Garden. So that's my nice. journey. And Wish Garden, um, you know, being involved with them really has shown me the power of herbs and has made me like really deeply fall in love with herbalism and, and really sent me on that path and that journey. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Herbs are amazing. I, I love herbs too. My journey, my path actually started with me going to herb school. So I went to herb school, um, first because I had an interest in herbs. Um, and in my herb school course curriculum, we had, um, one nutrition class, maybe two, I can't remember. I, it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but so I had a nutrition class as part of my herb curriculum. And, um, after I got out of herb school, my passion grew into, uh, being very focused on nutrition. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, but there's very much of an, um, intimate, intricate relationship between nutrition and herbs, which we will talk about. So, exactly. um, so fabulous. Well, thank you for that background. That's, um, uh, very, uh, common, you know, <laughs> yeah. as you alluded to, and, uh, also really interesting, um, that you have that immediate response from, uh, particular products. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so just a little bit of background on wish garden, mm-hmm. how long have they been in business? Um, how did they get started? I know that they are a local company here in Colorado, yep. local to us. So can you talk about how Wish Garden got started, how long they've been in business? Yeah, I'd love to. Wish Garden has a great history. Um, the company was actually started in 1979. So I've been around a long time. Uh, and we were started originally by a midwife in Boulder who really her initial motivation was uh, she was working with clients going through a pregnancy, the pregnancy journey and wanted them to have safe and effective remedies that they could use while pregnant. And it's really hard to navigate that in pregnancy because you never know what's safe because we, we can't study or do tests on pregnant women. Right. Um, and so Barbara Wishingrad was our original owner and she just created about seven formulas that she could give to her clients. Um, a couple of years later in the mid eighties, um, a lovely woman named Catherine Hunziker, also a midwife an herbalist, environmentalist, she took the company over from Barbara with more of a vision to grow it. And to this day, Catherine is still our owner and she owns the company with her family. So we are a local Colorado family-owned, woman-owned company, which is which is very cool. And Catherine's the one who really spearheaded um, taking us beyond the pregnancy world. And so now we have about 200 products and we have an adult line, a children's line, a women's health line, and then we still have our pregnancy products, which is great because we still get to work with midwives and doulas and birth practitioners um, all over the country. So it's it's really neat, I think, that we have our roots in, in women's health and in midwifery because that's really kind of informed everything we've done um, and, and really makes us kind of that like feminine energy company. Catherine is the only female formulator in the, in the mainstream, um, herbal company in herbal products Mm -hmm. world, um, which I Mm -hmm. always love because I think that it brings like a kind of special energy to it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, so my experience with wish garden, which by the way, um, I use wish garden herb products, um, 
you know, I use some other products as well, but uh, we do really have a lot of wish garden products in our <laughs> cabinets. Um, uh, so what my experience is with wish garden is that most of them are glycerin based. Um, uh, at least the ones that I have used, I'm, I'm sure that you do have alcohol based ones, but, um, can you talk about the differences between alcohol and glycerin, um, based, uh, herbal products? And, um, for those who are not in the, um, herbal world and don't have herbal terminology, the terminology is a menstruum, which is, um, an extraction, fluid or something that you're going to extract the uh, constituents, the, the um, important constituents out of the herbs in that liquid or, or something. So anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, so just make it really simple for people in terms of like you mentioned the menstruum, that's the liquid extraction medium. Just think about a tea, right? That's probably the most simple form of extracting active compounds from a plant. You take the plant, you steep it in water, and that's a, a water extract. So there's all sorts of extraction mediums, water, glycerin, alcohol, even honey and vinegar. So mm -hmm. actually what we do at Wish Garden, we use three extraction mediums in every single product. So we actually do use alcohol in everything. That's what we start with. And I'll talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the benefits of that. Um, and then we add glycerin um, at the end. So we extract with glycerin. And anytime you do an alcohol extraction, there's a certain percentage of water uh, that's dependent on the plant and, and kind of the level of alcohol it needs. And then the rest is water. So the finished product of every wish garden tincture has some balance of alcohol, glycerin and spring water. Now the benefits of each. Now I will say that alcohol is far and away the best extraction medium. So sometimes people will sort of choose to take alcohol free tinctures and there may be a physiological reason that they have to do that. But I, we'd want to kind of steer people away from thinking that that's better because mm -hmm. alcohol um, is the best extraction medium for getting to all the active constituent of a plant. It's also the best delivery uh, medium for our bodies. We absorb best and fastest when we use alcohol. Now, the benefits of adding glycerin, and we do this with, with all of our formulas, is it's going to help a few things. It's going to help improve the taste. And we are really big on not having a finished product that's upwards of 70, 80% alcohol where somebody takes it and they just get blasted by alcohol and then they hate taking tinctures because it's, it's so unpleasant. So we really wanted to make herbal remedies accessible to everyday people. And so we wanted them to taste as good as they possibly can. So alcohol, I mean, glycerin is great for really kind of chilling out the taste and taking it away from that high alcohol solution. The other benefit of glycerin, it's not so overpowering as alcohol. So you actually are able to taste what the herbs, what the plants are supposed to taste like. And that's actually a huge part of using plants because there's an aspect, we call this organoleptics, right? The way that a plant engages with our senses. So there's an aspect of like a bitter taste or a sweet taste that sends a signal to our brains, which then sends a signal to our organ systems of, hey, here's what you're supposed to be doing now. And so there's a huge aspect of actually tasting uh, what a plant tastes like, tasting those different compounds and, and um, that relationship with our bodies. And glycerin allows us to really taste the plant um, versus alcohol. Glycerin is also a really good um, for extracting tannins, which is one mm. plant compound, for example, and tannins help um, to kind of like astringe tissues. That's one of their main benefits. So 
Glycerin has some really great benefits, and I'd say the main reason that we're using it, though, is to really balance out the, the alcohol percentage and bring that down so we have a nice, well-rounded, pleasant-tasting herbal remedy. So what you'll find in our adult line, um, the range is going to be about 20 to 45% alcohol, and then in our kids and pregnancy line, we bring that down to about 5% alcohol. So the kids and pregnancy formulas are much higher in their glycerin percentages. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. That was a really yeah. good explanation. And um, FYI for anyone who's never tasted glycerin, just pure glycerin, it does have a little bit of a sweet taste. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, so if you have kids who have a hard time, you know, taking uh, natural remedies, when we have a high glycerin percentage, it is a little bit sweet for them, which is, which is nice and mm -hmm. good for adults who have a hard time with sure. flavors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, all right. So, um, in terms of the herbs that you use in your products, I'm sure you have all kinds of different sourcing, but can you talk yeah. about the sourcing of the herbs for your yeah. products? So we have a, we have a lot of products. And so we have a lot of herbs, we have over 200 formulas in our catalog. And so hundreds of herbs that we use. Now we focus heavily on Western herbalism. Um, partly this is a sustainability message for us. Catherine's big mission was to bring back the herbs that we used to use a couple hundred years ago, right here, right in our backyards in this country. You know, why go all the way around the world for an herb, a superfood, when we have equivalents right here? And that's just the way that we can make all this stuff more sustainable. Mm -hmm. So we do source from growers all over the United States. We work with um, some of the big organic growers, like a Mountain Rose Herbs, who we love, and we get a lot of plant product from them. Mm -hmm. But we are also really big on help um, partnering with people who are who have small farms, who may specialize in one plant and really focusing on regenerative agriculture. We work with wild crafters. So those are people who are overseeing the wild population of a plant. Um, we work mm -hmm. with Appalachian Sustainability Development. These are people in Appalachia who, um, you know, they're growing ginseng and golden seal and, and we're able to, um, you know, give people jobs and resources in a place where they might not otherwise have them. And at the same time, we're protecting a native plant population. So we really, um, we have a full-time sustainability and sourcing person on staff who's working with growers all over to source the best plant material. And everything we get, every plant we use is organic. We, we're not certified organic as a company, which people may notice on our label. And that's just, you know, a very expensive process, but mm -hmm. internally mm -hmm. it's hugely important for us to only be working with organic plants and with anything that's sustainably sourced. Anytime a plant becomes endangered that we're using, we will pull it out of a formula or, or reduce it down to the lowest possible amount and um, really, really focusing on never over harvesting these, these plants um, and mm -hmm. forcing them into extinction. We actually have one really cool thing I'll mention. Um, OSHA is a plant mm -hmm. we use. OSHA mm -hmm. is a beloved plant, great respiratory health herb. Um, and OSHA really can only grow wild. It's been very difficult to cultivate it and it's become endangered. So it's, we've had to really reduce it down to just the bare minimum in our products, but we've been funding some uh, projects that have finally figured out how to cultivate OSHA. So huh. we have some of the first cultivated OSHA in our tinctures now. So those are the kind of projects that are really important to us to be able to still have these herbs forever and figure out how we can use them and get them to people without um, over 
you know, overtaxing them in the wild. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. OSHA is, um, as you say, such a treasured plant. We, it grows wild here in Colorado, of course, yep. in the mountains. Um, I've harvested it. Uh, you know, we, we use very, um, sustainable harvesting, uh, techniques and, and guidelines. Um, and I still have some of that OSHA that I harvested. Um, yeah. and it's been like 20 years Oh wow! <laughs> um, when I harvested it. And, uh, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, amazing. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Nice. So, um, you said that you have someone who's in charge of the, um, checking on the quality of the herbs and, um, do you, uh, assess like heavy metal toxicity and mold and other kinds of, um, toxins or, or contaminants? Yeah, we have a pretty stringent quality control process um, that we do internally. And then there's also stuff we'll send out to a lab to get tested. Now, just thinking about having our roots in the pregnancy world. So from day one, we've had to be extremely, extremely um, conscious of the quality of everything we're putting out in the world because we're working with some of the most sensitive populations. And then that just trickles its way out into everything we do. So we are, we're constantly um, finding the best sources of a plant. And then when the plant material comes to us, we're testing it upon receipt, we're testing it upon extraction, we're testing it in the finished product. And like I said, we'll also send it out for third-party lab testing. You know, I think people who aren't in our little bubble tend to have this perception that the supplement industry is just the wild west and we just do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but really the good companies and any anything you see in a good health food store, they're going above and beyond to really make sure like the quality control is there. And, and certainly at Wish Garden, that's a huge priority for us. So we have a very um, methodical quality control process that happens. Mm-hmm. Happens and you know even guaranteeing that what somebody has sent us is the plant they say it is and is as right. potent as it's supposed to be right you know, yeah because if it's dried or whatever yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so we're quality control testing at, at many steps along the way and really guaranteeing that you're you're getting in the finished product what we say you're getting so mm-hmm. nice yeah um, yeah well and you know I, I think there are still disreputable companies out there that are sort of the wild, wild west and are the ones that are giving the field a bad name because they aren't taking all those steps to have the quality control and be concerned about contaminants and heavy metals and mold and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I get, uh, I'm on the email notification list from the USDA. So I get all the notifications from USDA every single day, emails about Mm -hmm. all the things that they are flagging for recalls and problems and all kinds of stuff is contaminated with all kinds of things. And you see that, you know, every day I see that when I get these emails and I just do it out of interest, um, you know, to see what kind of things are being recalled. But um, so you know, when something in a, a supplement or um, whether it be a nutritional supplement or an herbal supplement, when I see that on the recall list, I look and I'm like, yeah, that's not a company that I've ever heard of Yeah, in my, in my realm of high quality companies and sort of like, no wonder, you know, like, but you don't see that from companies like yourself where you are, um, 
intentionally making the decision to do that, even though you aren't really being held accountable by any government agency to do that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I always tell people like, I really believe supplements are a great tool to help us fill in the gaps with what we can't get from food anymore. Um, but you really want to do your, your due diligence when you're going to take a supplement, get to know the company. It's certainly worth spending a few more dollars on the quality when, when you know you can trust something because there are so many issues uh, mm-hmm. in the industry. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, all right. Well, so you sort of opened the door for my next question. So um, you know, we are a nutrition school. And so a lot of our listeners and viewers are um, students or grads or people who are interested in nutrition. So let's talk about how herbs can be integrated in nutrition therapy uh, for those of us who are practicing therapists or just in nutrition, uh, you know, enhancing your nutrition from your, um, your diet. So let's talk about that. Well, I think, you know, kind of the founding principle of any good nutrition program, nutrition school is really food is, is the first step, right? We want to Mm -hmm. rely on food as much as possible. Food as medicine has become, you know, our, uh, the tagline out in the world, really starting with food. And and that's our belief too, right? We want to have whole food, fresh, organic diets as much as possible. And that's what we want to be the foundation of good health. And the cool thing about herbs is that it really is just um, another facet of that. It takes it the next step. Herbs are food in many cases, and especially (laughs) at Wish Garden, we focus on the food herbs as much as possible. We want the body-friendly herbs that really are um, gentle and safe and effective. I mean, back, uh, I don't, I always say back in the day, I should, yeah. I should find the date of when yeah. back in when, the day when is, when is that? <laughs> back in the day, we can figure out when that was. We ate wild plants all the time. We right. ate dandelion greens and, you know, um, chickweed and cleavers. And I'll go on herb walks here uh, in Los Angeles where I live. And in the spring, all these beautiful uh, greens are growing and it's like, oh, there's salad, there's a lunch. Of course, we don't really do that anymore. So we used to get all these bitter herbs in our diet and we'd get all the amazing compounds that really nourish our bodies and our organ systems. And we've just kind of gotten away from that in today's world. So first off, you can use herbs right there in your food using whole herbs. You don't have to do extractions. You don't have to do teas, tinctures, just adding more herbs to your food is the first and best way to, to engage with herbs for nutrition. Then the cool thing about a tincture and extract is that what we're doing is we're taking a concentration of all the compounds in the plant, all the active compounds, and we're using a lot of plant material. So we're getting a high concentration of these active compounds. And then we're able to use that where we can't just use food, um, you know, for our nourishment. And so the cool thing about a tincture is we can use this as our first line of defense when we want to nourish our bodies, when we want to deal with stress, when we want to have more robust immune systems and, you know, help manage any symptoms that are popping up. So that is where we're actually taking 
these herbs, which are a form of food, and just concentrating them, uh, but it's still the message of using food. And what we do at Wish Garden is we always use whole plant extracts. So we want the plant the way nature intended it. We don't use any standardized extracts. Mm -hmm. There's a time and a place for standardized extracts, but it's not our philosophy. We want to honor the way nature intended the plant to be used, all the compounds and constituents together, because that's what's going to be most... Um, you know, compatible with our biology. And we don't want to be creating any, you know, unforeseen, unwanted imbalances, because that's when you start to get a little bit into pharmaceutical mindset of mm -hmm. extract this compound, do this one thing. And really, when we talk about food as medicine, we're talking about, like, think about nutrition. The number one nutrition advice, just eat whole foods, right? right. Don't right. eat processed foods. That's the number one advice. And so <laughs> that's also what we're doing, using the whole plant, extracting all the active compounds, and then just taking that food piece into its next kind of iteration. So um, mm -hmm. like I said, my journey started with nutrition, and then I went down the next steps of, um, okay, clean supplements, clean products, you know. Um, and so, yeah, we, uh, the beauty with herbs is that you can really, and the beauty with having a tincture, this is one of our tinctures is for people who are watching, this is deep lung. Mm -hmm. um, we're helping you figure out here are the five, six plants that are really great at helping to support lung health. So we take the guesswork out of it for you in creating these formulas. So I think that's where the compatibility with nutrition really comes in. And I think once people start to feel the benefits of a whole foods diet, the benefit of really focusing on nutrition, they want to be more natural in all areas of their lives, right? And so the progression very quickly leads into how do I use natural remedies as well? And so mm -hmm. that's where I think herbs are really the um, most compatible form of nourishment for our bodies. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I like how you start off, you know, herbs are wild plants and we had wild plants as a normal, regular part of our daily diet all the time. I mean, you know, um, I have a very wild yard and wild garden. Um, so I get all kinds of wild plants growing all the time yeah. in my yard and, um, and we eat them and, yeah you know, I mean, my husband used to joke, he doesn't do it so much anymore. Oh, is this a weed salad again? <laughs> yes. It's a weed salad. We love weed salad around here. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, a little bit of a funny story. When I was in herb school, um, herb school was great. I absolutely loved it, but there, there, I got, I had a little bit of a disconnect with one plant in particular that is uh, most present in my mind right now. Um, and that is purslane. I learned about all the benefits of purslane, what a great, you know, wild herb it is and all this kind of stuff. Somehow though, it, I never made the connection that it is a wild growing herb that, and, and wild herbs, what makes them wild is they come without you having to plant them, right? Yes, yes. They just, they just show up. Yep. So, um, I, uh, I wanted to have purslane. Um, and so I went out and I bought seeds for purslane, <laughs> like the craziest thing in the world to do. I bought seeds for purslane. So I planted my purslane in a very, um, you know, localized area in my garden, had it marked all that kind of stuff. Purslane starts coming up. I'm so excited. And then I see <laughs> in all these other places in my garden, op like opposite sides of the yard, 
purslane. And I'm like, <laughs> did it spread from? The, no, it purslane is wild. It comes up whether you plant it or not. So yep. I didn't have to buy the seeds. That that was my learning lesson. I didn't have to buy the seeds because exactly. it's gonna <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Nature does so much of the work for us, you know. And and for me, one of the biggest things that like the biggest travesties is watching people spray their lawns with chemicals <laughs> to kill the dandelions. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, that's yeah. some of our best food right there. Right. Um, but yeah, it's really um the whole idea of let nature guide us. Like nature is literally showing us every day how we should be living and um, we've kind of lost touch with that. And the thing I love about herbalism, it starts to bring you back in touch with nature and nature's design. And, and um, the, you know, when, when you have a tincture, you walk into a store, you're like, okay, I need an herbal tincture. You see it, you think this just showed up in a bottle one day. And the cool thing about, um, you know, doing herb walks, which I'm sure are available in Colorado and all over mm -hmm. the place, mm -hmm. is you start to really see like, oh my gosh, this comes from somewhere this is just growing wild in nature and mm -hmm. then it's harvested and then extracted and turned into the finished product but it really connects you to the whole process of of really um tapping into these plants and you'll notice weeds growing through cracks in the sidewalk you know mm -hmm. and nature is just so resilient and it's really um it, it really can can guide us and i think that's the beauty of starting to work with herbs is that nature really comes alive and it, it just kind of solidifies this whole message of the symbiosis we should be living in with the natural world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a famous herbalist, um, Susan Weed, who I'm sure you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. When I was in herb school, she actually came and was a guest lecturer at herb school. And one thing I always remember her saying is, I would much rather eat the dandelions that come up through the cracks in the concrete. Um, and I, th I think she said in LA. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, then the pesticide laden you know, lettuce at yeah. a grocery store, because yeah. I know I'm going to get more nutrition, um, uh, less chemicals, even if a dog's peed on it, less, you know, less, less chemicals, like, um, and, and that always sort of stuck in my mind about the value and the, the depth and complexity of nutrition that you get from a wild plant that has yeah evolved with, with before humans and with humans. Yeah. Um, and still contains all of that historical evolu evolutionarily, um, built in nutritional, you know, stuff that, that can, I can, can work with our DNA because our DNA has been working with that all along. Whereas, yeah. you know, these, these sort of watered down, hybridized, genetically mm -hmm. modified plants that people use as food. And if that's all you have, eat it. Right. But, yeah. um, um, because e eating plants is going to be beneficial, but, um, there is a difference in the nutritional, um, delivery. Yeah between those two things, those two yeah. paradigms. So. Absolutely. And, you know, even um, this is the beauty of, of wild plants is that that is as close to nature as you can get, even mm -hmm. in today's world of, of organic agriculture, which thank God it exists and it's growing. Sure. 
But even that is is a step away from the plants having to exist in the wild and like you said, adapt to their environment and really survive and they have more durability, which is then passed on to us. Um, So yeah, the closer you can get to nature, always, always the Mm -hmm. best. The the more steps of human intervention involved, the more Mm -hmm. problematic we get. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, um, nice. So um, your products, uh, obviously people can purchase them from your website online. Yep. Um, uh, uh, um, talk about your retail deliver yep. retail sales. Yes. So our website, uh, wishgardenherbs.com, everything we have is available there. We also retail in, um, most major health food stores. So locally in Colorado, natural grocers is one of our major accounts, um, sprouts, Whole Foods, most um, independent stores, and that is the case around the country. If if you're looking for a store near where you live, we have a store locator on our website, so you can always find things Mm -hmm. um, accessible near you. And then, of course, um, yeah, if you if you need something specific, it's not retailed near you, um, or you just want to you like to shop online, always on our website, wishgardenherbs.com. We have everything Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Well, you say that you have 200 formulations mm-hmm. and there are not 200 different <laughs> products at, you know, my local yes. natural, natural grocers. Exactly. Um, it would take up the entire aisle. And of course they need to have space for other products. <laughs> yes. So um, certainly there are products that you're making that aren't that, that I'm, that I don't even, I'm not even aware of because I only see them at natural grocers. So that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. A great way to kind of learn of everything we have to offer would be to go to the website and, and peruse around on there. We have, like I said, amazing stuff for women's health and uh, pregnancy specific products and um, just about every, everything you can think of, we've got a formula for. So mm-hmm. nice. yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, um, so you already mentioned your website. Can you say that one more time so people know how to find out more? Yep, wishgardenherbs.com. And then also, if you want to follow us on social media, most of everywhere platforms, our handle is at wishgardenherbs. So a lot of great information we put up on Instagram. And uh, yeah, it's a great place to follow us. Nice. Well, um, uh, I can't think of any other questions that I wanted to ask you. So Thank you so much for taking the time today um, uh, to talk to me, to talk to all of us about Wish Garden Herbs. And of course, I always love talking about the nutritional benefit of Mm -hmm. plants. Um, So thank you so much. And, um, you know, hope to connect with you at some point, some other time in the future. And for those of you listening and watching, go out and try some wish garden herbs because they're really fabulous products. So yeah. And please, and for your community, we, we love, um, growing, you know, our community and feel free to reach out to us, especially if anyone has a nutrition practice, they want to incorporate herbal remedies into, we'd be happy to help support you. We work with practitioners all the time and it would be great, oh, great. to, yeah, feel free. My personal email is Jamie, J A M I E at wishgardenherbs.com more than happy to help support um, any of your students or grads who want to grow their their herbal offerings. Nice. Good. Thank you. I didn't even think to ask that. So thanks for offering that. Yes. Yeah, All right. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for your time, Jamie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Every little cell in my body is happy. Every little-